We're ready for football here at Troy High School, Trojan Stadium, Troy, Kansas, a Class 1A District 4 meeting between the Riverside Cyclones and the Troy Trojans. It will be Riverside kicking off to start this game. They'll be kicking from left to right. Troy will be receiving, moving right to left. Logan Blevins, Bowden Bennett's back deep for Troy. Having it teed up for Riverside is number 55, Todrick Duncan, a senior for Riverside. He puts the right arm up. It is the top of the hour on 680-95-3, K237HF, St. Joseph, Missouri. Ball is in the air as Todrick Duncan does kick off, and that looks like that is fielded by uh, Troy's Logan Blevins, and Blevins is able to take it up the far side. Pretty decent return there. And they'll mark him out at about the 35, it looks like. Yeah. First and 10, Troy on their own 35 to begin this game. 11.52 to go in the first quarter. And the very dangerous Reagan Hartman, over 1,600 touchdowns this year in Class 1A and 2A action. 26 touchdowns to just seven interceptions for this quarterback. Senior, six foot, 185 pounds. First and 10, Troy on their own 35. Hartman in the gun. They'll keep it on the ground, Will Troy, on first down. Let's see. And it was Blevin. It was a. Uh, Hartman keeping it himself, rather. Good run on first down. You'll get a gain of nine. Hartman can hurt you with his legs as well. 144 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown this season. Second and one for Troy on their own 43-yard line, moving right to left, just underway at Troy. Troy and Riverside, no score. Hartman back to throw, throws near side, middle of the field. That is caught by Austin Grable. Grable gets upfield, midfield, first down, throws a stiff arm, out of bounds into Riverside territory. Darian Hernandez brings him out for Riverside, but Grable gets the first down and plenty more real estate up to the Riverside 41-yard line. That's a gain of 16 yards on the pitch and catch to Grable. So that's the first first down of the game. You're going to see that a lot. Grable 375 receiving yards, six touchdowns this season. First and 10, Troy, just like that on the Riverside 41-yard line. The third play of the march, you got trips left. Grable fakes a throw left and hands it off right side. Preston Christensen gets a first down, 30-25, and he's out of down at the Riverside 23. Previn Christensen all the way up, again, to the Riverside 23. That's a gain of 18 yards. So two plays, two first downs just like that. That's the best rush of the day. Todrick Duncan brings him down for Riverside, but Troy is humming on this opening drive. First and 10 Trojans at the Riverside 23-yard line. 10.56 to go and counting. Quarter number one, no score. Troy will give it on a stretch play left to Bowden Bennett. Bennett has some blocks to the 10 and a touchdown saving stop by Chase Hewins as Bowden Bennett turns up his jets and goes out of bounds near side. Bennett's a gain of 20. Chunk plays here by Troy. 18, 16, and then 20 yards by Bennett's. It'll be first down and goal for Troy coming up in just four plays on this drive. This will be the fifth. Reagan Hartman in the gun with an empty backfield, two receivers each way. 10.46 and counting first. Actually, the clock has stopped at 10.46. Grable on his own read, fakes the handoff, runs it in, touchdown, Troy. Reagan Hartman fakes the handoff, and he goes in three yards on the touchdown run. And in five swift plays, Riverside strikes first. 10.41 to go in the first quarter. Hartman, just his second rushing touchdown of the season. 
And lining up to try and kick the point after is none other than Reagan Hartman himself. He's been very good on PATs, 25 for 27. Snap is down, the kick is end over end, the kick is good. That drive took one minute and 19 seconds. And Troy goes five plays, 69 yards. Again, in a minute 19, and Troy does lead it by the score of seven to nothing. Tommy Rezach in the booth with you. Harry Loomis down on the field taking pictures. Harry Loomis will rejoin our broadcast at the end of the, um, or at the start of the second half. Five plays, 69 yards, and Reagan Hartman with a three-yard touchdown run. He had complete a uh, one completion of 16 yards. Bowden Bennett's had a rush of 20. Previn Preston Christensen had a rush of 18 yards. I said Previn earlier. I'm sorry. That's Preston Christensen. Bad at reading. But either way, 7-0 Troy, 10-41 to go in the first half. So Troy getting the opening kickoff, and they turn it into points in just five plays, and so now Riverside will try to counter. 10.41 to go, first quarter. Troy seven, Riverside nothing. So glad you're with us tonight here on 680-95.3 KFEQ. Well, maybe you're in the combine, maybe you're hauling loads, maybe you're driving somewhere else, maybe you're just sitting at home, wherever you might be. Thank you so much for making us a part of your Friday night. I want to thank Anderson Meats, First Option Bank, and the Troy Booster Club for sponsoring this broadcast tonight. As uh, Troy will now break the huddle, get ready to kick it off. So Troy will be kicking off, moving right to left. Riverside will be receiving from left to right. Tyzel Harrington back deep for Riverside as this is a somewhat shallow kick. It's fielded at the 20-yard line. Ryder Davis actually took that one, and it does not go for much. Troy covers that up well. Yes, it was Ryder Davis on the return. So Riverside will take over on their first possession, first and 10 on their own 23-yard line. With 10.36 to go in the first quarter, 7-0 Troy. Reagan Hartman scoring on a three-yard touchdown run on Troy's opening series. And at quarterback for Riverside, it is the freshman Beckham Griffin, six foot, 165 pounds. Griffin will keep it on the ground on first down to their big man, number 34, Percy Duncan. Percy's been the workhorse this year. And person, uh, Percy Duncan, I'm sorry, on first down. Gain of three, it'll be second and seven. Duncan, the lead rusher this year for Riverside, 444 yards, 4.9 per carry, and 10 touchdowns. He is going to get a lot of carries. Two receivers right, one to the left for Beckham Griffin in the gun with split backs. Snap back, delayed handoff. Percy Duncan gets away from one tackle. He's across the 25 to the 27-yard line. Gain of three more? Yeah. Two carries for six yards for Percy Duncan. Riverside ball, Troy leads. 7-0 Trojans, 9.50 and counting first quarter. Riverside will have it third down and four thereabouts. I'll call it third and four for Riverside on their own 27. Cyclones moving left to right. Troy leading seven to nothing. It, what's amazing too, Troy on their opening series, they didn't see a third down. This is the first third down of the game. Beckham Griffin in the gun, tight formation here. Two receivers each way. In the backfield with them is number 32, Elijah Moore. Another freshman, delayed handoff to Moore. He gets buried. There for Troy is Abe Houghton, the six-foot, 240-pound senior. Houghton's been a workhorse on defense this year for the Trojans. Oh, boy, and that's going to be a loss of about four yards on that play. Elijah Moore getting the carry there on the delay, and Troy was all over it. That is going to be a three and out for Riverside on three quick plays, and they're going to punt it away. 
So Troy has come out and thrown the first couple punches of this game. They lead it 7-0. And they hold Riverside to a three and out in their opening series. Percy Duncan, the junior, getting ready to kick it away. Good, pretty high kick, end over end. That's going to be fielded, though, at the 41-yard line by Troy's Christian uh, Etherton. Etherton turns it upfield. Decent return, about a nine-yard return. Etherton is tackled right at midfield, perhaps the Riverside 49-yard line. So, so Troy keeping the foot on the gas pedal here. They might, they're going to take over in Riverside territory. First and 10 Trojans on the Cyclone 49-yard line. With 8.37 to go in the first quarter, Troy already up 7-0. They marched 69 yards on five plays to open this game. And the senior quarterback, Reagan Hartman, rushed for his second rushing score. He's got 28 all-purpose touchdowns this year. He lines up in the gun. Five wide receivers set here for Coach Jasper. Trips right, two receivers left. Sends a man in motion. That's Christian Etherton going from right to left. And Hartman fakes the handoff. Oh, shoves the defender down. He's got a first down near side. Out across the 35. Out of bounds at the 34-yard line. A pickup of a cool 15 by Reagan Hartman. Showing out here on senior night. That's the fourth first down of the game for Troy as well. And Troy getting the push up front. They're rocking and rolling. We do have a flag down. This might be a late hit out of bounds. It is. That's a late hit by Riverside. On the, the, hit, the tackle came after Hartman was out of bounds. It was near side, kind of in front of the booth here. And that's a 15-yard penalty, I do believe. It is a 15-yard penalty on the late hit out of bounds. And so, wow, that's a gift for Troy. They'll be in the red zone. First and 10 Trojans at the Riverside 17-yard line. Well, you got the... Um, a 15-yard run by Hartman, then 15 yards of penalty. So Troy's only run one play, and they pick up 30 yards. First and 10 Trojans at the Riverside 17. Hartman in the gun with split backs, one receiver each way. Whistles blow here. 8.28 to go, first quarter, 7-0 Troy. Yeah, the officials had to stop, wait for the chain markers to get set far side. Now we're ready. But can I just say how nice it is to have four, five other sets of eyes up here in case I miss something. That's off to the Troy administration here as Reagan Hartman on first down. Zone read keeps it himself up the gut. That'll be a gain of about seven. Be second and short coming up here. A couple of different Cyclones there to bring him down. Elijah Moore along with Maddox Mears. Mears just a freshman. A lot of young stars on this uh, Riverside team. As Riverside's going to call a timeout real quick, they want to regroup. And so we will take a timeout too. 8.13 to go, first quarter. Troy ball, Troy in the red zone. Troy has it, second and three at the Riverside. 10, Trojans seven, Riverside nothing. And you're listening to high school football on KFEQ. Out of the Riverside timeout, second and three for Troy at the Riverside. 10 is Reagan Hartman, fires one near side, inside the five. Diving for the score was Austin Grable. He will get there, touchdown Troy. Reagan Hartman on just his second throw of the day. It goes to Grable. It's a 10-yard touchdown reception for Grable. And for Austin Grable on the season, touchdown catch number seven for Reagan Hartman. That is touchdown throw number 27 this year. Reagan Hartman has thrown for a score. He's run for a score. And Troy, this scoring drive goes three plays, 49 yards, and it's 13 to nothing. And they score the touchdown in a swift 31 seconds of game time. The point after by Reagan Hartman is good. 8.06 to go, quarter number one. 
So Hartman goes to Grable on the 10-yard touchdown throw. Just rifled it, a laser beam throw on a slant near side. Grable dove for the pylon, got there. And Hartman now two for two on the point afters today as well. So Reagan Hartman has accounted for uh, all of the points so far, right? Reagan Hartman's run for a score, thrown for a score, and he's also kicked both point afters. So he is the do-it-all. There is no question about it. a very special athlete for Troy. 8.06 to go, quarter number one. Troy leads it 14 to nothing over Riverside. Tro uh, the Trojans will get ready to kick it off here in just a second while we have a moment. Let's take a look at some other scores. Back in Missouri, Mid Buchanan leads Plattsburgh 14 to nothing. 8.05 to go, first quarter. What else do we got here? Maryville leads Lafayette first quarter 7 to nothing. North Andrew leading Southwest Livingston 8 0 early first quarter. And now Maryville leads Lafayette 14 to nothing now that I see the refreshed score. Anyway, Reagan Hartman kicks off. Fielded by Riverside's Ryder Davis inside the 10. Davis got a couple of blocks, able to fall forward. And Davis has a much better return this time around. Davis works it all the way up to the 27-yard line. That's where Riverside will set up shop. First and 10 on their own 27. Eight minutes flat to go first quarter and a heck of a start for Troy. They lead it 14 to nothing in their home finale. Troy, a perfect 3-0 on their home field this year. We mentioned it historically. Riverside, dating from 2011, the 11 and 12 season, and the 12 and 13 season historically, Riverside Co-op is 3-0 against Troy all-time. The last time Troy beat a Wathena Elwood team was 2010. 41-13 was the score that day, I believe. Beckham Griffin, he'll hand it off on first down. Riverside trying to get that run game established. First down run is up the middle. That's Elijah Moore on the carry. 32, Elijah Moore. Moore with a gain of four. Just six total net yards of offense for Riverside so far. It'll be second down and six. Good run on first down. Good healthy run. Riverside is yet to throw a pass in this game, too. Beckham Griffin in the gun. Elijah Moore on his left. Three receivers right, one left side. Snap back to Griffin. Under some pressure, gets hit, and he's going to go down. Levying the hit first was Abe Haufton. And that is the 11th sack of the year for Troy. As Griffin gets sacked for a loss of about eight yards. It'll be third down and long for Riverside coming up here. 7.05 and counting to go. First quarter, Riverside ball, Troy lead. Troy 14, Riverside nothing. Third and 14 for the Cyclones. Now on their own 23-yard line, back to basically where they started, if not further back. Trips right, one receiver left. Griffin in the gun, more off to his left side, snap back. Decent protection, rolls to his right, buys some time. Griffin sets, throws, throws it away near side, incomplete. So that's the first throw of the game for Riverside. It is an incomplete pass. Third and 14, or excuse me, now fourth and 14 for Riverside. Now on their own 23-yard line and likely a punting down for Coach Bryce Payton and the Cyclones. Just pinned back a little deep. Field position certainly has been... Kind of a factor here early on. Troy took over on their last drive at the Riverside 49. Riverside's first two possessions have been inside their own 30 to start. Let's see what Riverside decides to do here. Looks like they will punt it away. Caleb Irby Tyler, the senior, to kick it. Logan Blevins back deep for Troy. There's the snap. 
Good strong kick. And uh, Troy's going to let it go, and that will take a Riverside bounce. So the Cyclones, at the very least, able to flip the field here. That'll roll all the way to the 20-yard line. That's a great punt. Very good punt by number 14, Caleb Irby Tyler. That's about a 53-yard punt with the roll, no return. And so Riverside will have their, excuse me, Troy, will have their deepest starting field position of the day. They'll march this all the way back to about the 20. First and 10, Troy on their own 20-yard line. Troy up 14 to nothing, 6.25 to go in quarter number one. Tommy Rezanch with you on 680-95.3 KFEQ. Part of our sports doubleheader today on KFEQ, you heard Missouri Western basketball against Benedictine earlier today. Griffin in an exhibition, Western won at 72-67 on first down. Bowden Bennett gets a carry on a stretch play left, a counter play, and he will be close to a first down. In fact, he has the first down out across the 30. Bennett's with a gain of 12 on first down. Let's see, for Bennett's, that is his second carry. He's got two carries for 32 yards. Troy has accomplished five first downs on offense. This is Troy's third possession. We're about halfway through the first quarter now, 6.05 and counting. Quarter number one, Troy the ball in the lead, 14 to nothing. First and 10, Trojans on their own 32. Hartman will go back to throw, throws one out in the flat. That one is caught by number 21, Jarrett Norris. Norris catches it on basically what looked like a lateral, and Norris is able to turn it upfield for a gain of, I'll call that five, six? We'll say five. Norris's first catch. Reagan Hartman is... Three for three through the air so far for 31 yards and a touchdown. Second and five for Troy as they keep it on the ground, and this time Riverside covers it up pretty well as that handoff comes on a counter play left. Actually, that's a catch to Broden Bennett. I'm sorry. Chase Hewins leads the stop for Riverside. On that pitch and catch to Bennett, looks like they'll give him the first down. He did only five yards. So Bennett with his first catch, it goes for five yards. Hartman now four for four through the air on back-to-back -back passing downs for Troy. First and 10 Trojans on their own 43. Hartman in the gun, fakes a handoff, keeps it himself, and Riverside really trying to tighten the screws on defense, and that time they stop Hartman for almost no gain. Good tackle there by Ryder Davis, 5'8", 145-pound junior. That's the shortest play from scrimmage so far in this game for Troy. It's a run for two yards. Todrick Duncan also there for the stop. 4.50 and counting, quarter number one. 14-0 Troy. This will be the fifth play of their current drive. Second and eight on their own 45. Hartman in the gun, movement up front. See who this is on. Dead ball, offsides against the Cyclones. That'll make it a second and three. Two penalties for 20 yards against Riverside tonight. Score update here, Missouri eight-man football. North Andrew up on Southwest Livingston, 22 to nothing late first quarter. Mount City leading Rockport 6-0, end of the first. On second and three for Troy at midfield after the penalty. Hartman in the gun. Got uh, two receivers stacked on top of each other, two on two on the near side. Hartman, though, will run it right, and Riverside bottles it up pretty well. There on the stop, Brody Huff. But it was only second and three. They only needed three yards. They get about six on that run play by Reagan Hartman. And that'll move the chains indeed. Seven first downs on offense for Troy so far. First and 10, Troy at the Riverside 44. Trips left as Reagan Hartman throws that direction. Low ball is caught, Bowden Bennett's. 
Has some blocks, gets out of bounds, thrown out late. That's gonna be a late tackle by Caleb Irby Tyler. It happened out of bounds in front of the booth. A very easy call, there was an official right there. So not only does Bennett's have the first down yardage up to about the, the 32. So that catch for Bennett's goes for 12 in a first down and there's gonna be 15 yards tacked on top of that. That very preventable for Riverside. I mean, that just seemed to me like a frustration thing. That's two late hits out of bounds, right in front of the Troy bench, too. That have been called on Riverside. So the catch by Bennett's counts. And now it's first and 10 Troy at the Riverside 21. Four minutes and counting, first quarter. Actually, the clock has stopped at 4.02. 14 to nothing, Troy the lead. Here is a handoff to number 10, Preston Christensen. Gets through to the secondary and he will score. Touchdown, Troy, there's a flag on the play. Flag from the near side happened just a moment after the touchdown. It looks like the touchdown will stand. It was a personal foul afterwards. On Troy. So it's after the play. I think the touchdown stands, does it not? Yeah, they signal touchdown. So Preston Christensen with a 21-yard run for the score. And that's a seven-play scoring drive there for Troy. 3.55 to go first quarter. It's now 20 to nothing. So I think that penalty, the personal foul, again, was a dead ball. They called it on the near side on Troy. I was watching Christensen. I didn't really see what happened. They'll back Troy up five yards for the point after. So now... Reagan Hartman has to make what would be the equivalent of a 27-yard field goal for the PAT. Snap is down. It's on the way. Not a problem. Point after is good. Hartman is 3 for 3, now 28 of 30 on the season. And that time, Christensen, Preston Christensen, 21 yards for the touchdown. Point after again, good for Troy. And that drive will go seven plays. 80 yards, and that drive did take off the clock less than three minutes. Two minutes and 55 seconds, and it's 21-0 Troy. Three possessions, three touchdowns. That was Troy's longest field, too. Troy has touchdown drives of five, three, and seven plays. Riverside, their offense has sputtered. Two possessions, no first downs, two punts. Score update from St. Joseph. St. Joe Central leads Truman 7-0. That's late first quarter. 3.55 to go in the first quarter here in Troy, Kansas at Trojan Stadium. Donald M. Cash Jr. football field. Troy 21 and Riverside nothing. And quite honestly, I think there was a lot of people here that didn't quite know what to expect from this game. Yes, Troy better on paper in terms of record, better in certain statistics, but it is a rivalry. Riverside's better than they were last year. First time in nine years as these two have played. District implications on the line. Remember in Class 1A District 4, the winner of this one will have home field advantage next week when the state tournament begins. The road to Hayes, that's where the Class 1A championship is. Shallow kick by Ryder Davis, fielded at the 30. He gets upfield 40 to the 45. And Davis with a nice kick return. I think they enforced that personal foul on the kickoff, hence why Riverside 
Got a shorter kick. And Riverside has their best starting field position of the day by far. First and 10, Riverside on their own 45. 348 to go in the first quarter. Riverside needs something here. Can they take advantage of the good field position? Beckham Griffin in the gun, two receivers right. That's Darian Hernandez and Tyzel Harrington, two men in motion. Then the ball came out and Troy recovered. And they say it's Troy football. Wow. Fumble recovered by Jarrett Norris. Illegal shift by Riverside. Penalties declined. Troy Trojan football. And Jarrett Norris has his third fumble recovery of the season. What's amazing about Troy, that is their 15th recovered fumble this year. It's their 23rd takeaway. It's the first turnover of this game. Riverside coming in, minus five in turnover margin. And that ends in disaster. So Troy takes over at the Riverside 45 with 3.42 to go in the first quarter. And Hartman's gonna take a shot down the far side. Leaping grab, was he inbounds? They're gonna say out of bounds, intended receiver Bowden Bennett. That was a heck of a throw and catch, but he just was not in bounds. Incomplete, that'll be the first incomplete pass of the day for Troy. And I'm sure if he was able, Derek Jasper would throw the challenge flag to look at it. But instead of a red flag, there's a yellow flag down after the, the during, in between snaps here. It comes down by the Riverside huddle. And Riverside's been called on two 15-yard penalties on defense. Could this be perhaps on sports and like conduct? I mean, it was a dead ball. Personal foul, Riverside. They don't specify what, but 15-yard penalty. So after the incomplete pass, it'll be an automatic first down. It would have been second and 10. Again, Troy taking over at the Riverside 45 after a lost fumble recovered by Jarrett Norris. That is three 15-yard penalties called on Riverside all in this first quarter. And it's first and 10 Troy, just like that at the Cyclone 27. Self-inflicted wounds for Riverside not helping the cause here. Trips right, one receiver left. Reagan Hartman in the gun. Riverside sends a blitz. Hartman gets rid of it. Middle of the field, pass is caught. Austin Grable tackled well in the open field by Landon Connard. Short gain on the pitching catch to Grable. Grable will gain a four there. For Grable, it's his third catch. Grable has three catches for 30 yards and a touchdown. Grable had a 10-yard touchdown reception earlier this quarter. Down about three minutes left first quarter. 21-0 Troy the lead. They got the ball. Five wide outs set. Man in the slot is Christian Etherton. He goes in motion. Five wide outs. The pass here is caught by Jarrett Norris on a curl route right side. Weaves through the secondary. And he's got the blocks. And he's going to score. Touchdown, Troy. Jarrett Norris, the senior from the senior quarterback, Reagan Hartman. Jarrett Norris, 23 yards away on his second catch of the night. Reagan Hartman now has thrown for two touchdowns in this quarter alone. And Troy has absolutely put their stamp on this game. Three plays, 45 yards, and it's 27 to nothing. That drive, came, that touchdown came in 51 seconds of game time. Reagan Hartman knocks through the point after. 2.53 to go in the first quarter, 28-0 Troy. So that time, it's Hartman 
to Jarrett Norris. Norris, 6'4", 185 pounds. Goes for 23 yards. And the point after, by the way, was good. Hartman now four for four on PATs. Hartman has thrown for two touchdowns, run for another. 2.53 to go in the first quarter. Man, oh man, Troy has taken control. 28 to nothing. That time they take over, remember, at the Cyclone 45-yard line after a lost fumble, a recovered fumble by Jarrett Norris. And then Norris proceeds to score on the 23-yard touchdown reception. Yeah, Reagan Hartman going to work in this one, seven of eight through the air. I mean, everything has gone Troy's way. I mean, you talk about what they've done on defense. Riverside has yet to achieve a first down. Troy, they get a turnover. Troy benefits from three personal fouls on the Riverside defense, so Troy's gotten some self-inflicted wounds from Riverside to add on to it. As that kick is fielded far side, stepping out of bounds for Riverside was Tyzel Harrington. Probably should have just let that go. That would have bounced out of bounds and would have been some, some free yards there for Riverside. But instead, the Cyclones are now pinned deep inside their own 20. It just seems like it's gone from bad to worse for the Cyclones. First and 10, Riverside. This is their longest starting field of the day on their own 18. 2.51 to go, first quarter. Troy 28, Riverside nothing. If you're just joining us, you've missed it. End of the first quarter, eight-man score at Missouri. Nottaway Valley leads South Holt 16 to nothing. Midway second quarter, Cameron 6, Marshall nothing. Midbuck taking control over Plattsburgh 28 to nothing. That's in the second quarter. On first and 10, Riverside will just keep it on the ground here. A few yards up the gut. I think that was Percy Duncan, I think. It was. Gain of three. First down run gains about three yards. It'll be second and seven for Riverside. Percy Duncan, three carries, nine yards. Second and seven for Riverside on their own 20, moving left to right. Down to about two and a quarter minutes to go. Quarter number one, Troy 28, Riverside nothing. Trips right, one receiver left for the freshman quarterback, Beckham Griffin, 0 for 1 through the air, play action. It's going to roll right, it's got a man open downfield, nearly overshot him, but corralling that ball at the 30-yard line for a first down is Darian Hernandez. I thought he was going to overshoot him, and Hernandez just snatched that out of the air. Gain of 10, and it'll be a first down. And at long last, Riverside will have a first down. It's the first first down they've achieved. First completed pass. Longest play from scrimmage as well. Yeah, Riverside needed something, anything. First and 10 Cyclones on their own 30. Minute 50 and counting first quarter, 28-0 Troy. Trips left, one receiver right, Cyclone football. Beckham Griffin in the gun, single back form. That carry goes to Elijah Moore, no gain. Good push up front as Troy's Jarrett Norris gets there, along with Jack Hartman. Elijah Moore, I think, may have got back to the line, so they're going to say no gain on that play. Three carries for a net of zero yards for Elijah Moore. End of the quarter, north side in St. Joseph, Maryville 20, Lafayette 0. Spoofhounds would lock up a share of the MEC title with a victory there tonight. Second and 10 for Riverside, 
or something like that. On their own 30. Down about a minute left first quarter. 28-0 Troy the lead. Trips left. Now two receivers right as Elijah Morris split out right. But Griff Griffin rolls left, intercepted. Pass is picked off Logan Blevins, and he's got a chance. 20, and then he's tackled out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. Ushered out of bounds by Beckham Griffin. That is the 16th interception of the year for Beckham Griffin. For Logan Blevins, that is his first INT of the season right there. It's the 10th INT of the year for Troy. So back-to-back -back turnovers here for Riverside. On a drive that lasted four plays, Logan Blevins comes up with the INT. Jarrett Norris with a fumble recovery. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. Troy takes over at the Riverside 10. 51 seconds left in this first quarter. This quarter needs to end for Riverside's sake. Here's a throw on the screen to Bowden Bennett. He hits the edge, the corner. Touchdown, Troy. Bowden Bennett goes for 10 yards there. One play after the turnover. And Troy takes advantage. And that is now one, two, three passing touchdowns by Reagan Hartman. And this has gotten out of hand very quickly. 44 seconds left in this first quarter. And Hartman, again, that one goes to Bowden Bennett, the senior, making that catch. Here for the point after. Reagan Hartman knocks that one through. Hartman to Bennett's, a 10-yard touchdown throw after the interception by thrown by Riverside's Beckham Griffin. Ball was picked off by Logan Blevins. Jarrett Norris also has a fumble recovery today, so two turnovers that have directly led to points for Troy. And they score in just seven seconds of game time. 35 to nothing, and we're not even through the first quarter. 44.3 left on the clock. Here's another score update from Missouri. 4.43 left, first half. Platte Valley 8, East Atchison nothing. That one's got big district implications. Uh, Hamilton has opened up a 2-0 lead over West Platte in the early going. End of the first quarter, St. Joe Central 14. Truman nothing back in St. Joe. Back here in Troy, the hometown Trojans, well, trying to go undefeated at home, trying to win their fourth straight, trying to beat Riverside for what would be for the first time since 2010. Well, they're well on their way of doing that. Remember, a victory does seal home field advantage for district play next week. And Troy in just one quarter, less than a quarter, 44.3 still to go in quarter number one. Troy has come, saw, saw and conquered taking on their old rival from Wathena. Here's a kick return by Ryder Davis, took it at his own 15, gets upfield, crosses the 30 to the 34. Well, this will be the fifth possession of the game for Riverside, and they'll take over first and 10 on their own 34. Still 38 seconds left in this first quarter. So one or two more plays should get us to the end of one here. Riverside breaks the huddle. They've been, like I said, I mean, almost nothing has gone Riverside's way tonight. Four penalties, two turnovers, just one first down. They've yet to cross the 50 as Beckham Griffin goes to the air on first down. Under some pressure, gets hit, and he's going to be stopped for a sack. Was never actually 
brought down, but his forward progress is blown dead. Preston Christensen comes through with a sack for Troy. Christensen, that's his first sack of the year. Two sacks tonight for Troy. That's their 12th of the season. Loss of nine on the play for Beckham Griffin. Second time again he's been sacked tonight. The clock will roll, and I think that will bring us to the end of the first quarter. Riverside going to lick their wounds here and not run another play in this first quarter. End of one. My word. What a statement by Troy, forcing two Riverside turnovers. Reagan Hartman has thrown for three touchdowns, rushed for another. Troy has held the ball five times. They've scored five times. And a one here at Trojan Stadium in Troy, Kansas. Your score, Troy 35, Riverside nothing. Second quarter next on KFEQ. Welcome back. Troy High School, Trojan Stadium. Ready to begin the second quarter of play here. We're at the end of one. Troy 35, Riverside nothing. What a statement by the Troy Trojans. Four all-purpose touchdowns for the senior quarterback out of Troy, Reagan Hartman. Teams have switched sides here on second and 19. Riverside will go to the air here to begin the second quarter. That pass is caught by Ryder Davis. Davis on second and 19 gets a gain of five on that one. Second completion of the day for Beckham Griffin, who's also thrown an interception in this game. So for Troy, that will, or excuse me, for Riverside, that will bring up a third down and 13 on their own 31. Riverside has only faced two third downs. They are 0 for 2. Snap back to Griffin with trips right. Beckham Griffin, the Riverside quarterback, trying to avoid a rush. Did for a second, got about a yard before he's brought down to the open field by Brogan Morris. That's a gain of, I'll actually call it a gain of two on the rush for Griffin, but it's going to bring up a third and fairly long here. Also, I know the signal's been a little bit spotty at times, so bear with me there. It looks like we're back good. Again, we're in the second quarter now, 10.56 to go. We're running, it looks like the clock continues to move, though he was tackled in bounds. I was told the, the rule in Kansas for 11-man, if both uh, coaches agree to it at halftime, if a game is out of hand, then it's running clock if both coaches agree. If not, the rule is get to a 45-point margin in the fourth quarter, then it's running clock. Slightly different from Missouri, where if it's 35 points at any time in the second half, the clock will, will run. Also, I've covered a few games in Kansas eight-man football, particularly Hanover Axtell in the TVL League, as uh, uh, Troy calls a timeout here. 10.38 to go. Second quarter, Riverside ball. Cyclones have it fourth and 12 on their own 33, and Troy leads 35-0. But as I was saying... I've covered eight-man games in the state of Kansas where if it gets to a certain margin, and I forget what that number is, it's either like 35 or 40 points, they'll just call the game, like, in the middle of it. Like, I remember I was calling a game in uh, Frankfurt, Kansas, and uh, I think they're uh, – I can't even remember who they were playing. Oh, it was Frankfurt Axtell, and Axtell won that game, and they had such a big lead that they just said, all right, just pulled the plug middle of the third quarter, and we were home early. Might be home early tonight, the way this one is – going. 10 minutes, 38 seconds, quarter number two. Troy 35, Riverside nothing. Remind you to stay tuned to KFEQ immediately following our post-game coverage here tonight. Matt Pike standing by in the KFEQ studios back in St. Joe for Friday Night Lights, our last Friday Night Lights episode of the season as Riverside will go for it here on fourth down, fourth and 12 on their own 33. Beckham Griffin rolls to his left, wobbly ball picked off again. Logan Blevins again. 
Blevins with a block, turns the corner 30, 25, 20. It's gonna be a pick six, dives for the pylon. Touchdown, Troy. 33 yards on the pick six the other way. Logan Blevins, the sophomore with his second INT of this game. He picked up his first two interceptions of the season tonight. So, 41 to nothing now. And that is three straight drives for Riverside that have ended in turnover. And oh my goodness, 10-21 to go, second quarter. Reagan Hartman on to attempt a PAT. Pick six, 33 yards. And Logan Blevins. PAT by Reagan Hartman is good. 10 minutes, 21 seconds to go, second quarter. Logan Blevins picks it off in the middle of the field. Riverside went for it on fourth down. And again, when you think it just can't get really worse, it has for Riverside. 33-yard pick six. So that's a defensive score now for Troy. The first five scores coming via the offense. Three turnovers by Riverside have all led directly to touchdowns for Troy. 42 to nothing. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, we like I said earlier, we didn't quite know what we were expecting coming into this game. I, I did not expect this. Talking with people, you know, from Troy. Again, Troy ranked number four in the state in Class 1A. Six and one record, Riverside three and four. Uh, you know, like I said, you look at it on paper. Yeah, Troy's the favorite, but Riverside a much improved team last year. I mean, Riverside hung with a top 10 unbeaten team in Centralia last week. So, I mean, you truly, I don't think anyone had any idea how this game would go down. I, if you would have told me one team would be up by 42 early second quarter, wouldn't have believed it. Halftime score in eight, man. Mount City leading Rockport 6 nothing. As Reagan Hartman kicks off, that's going to go out of the back of the end zone for the touchback. That's the north end zone over there. So they'll bring it out to the 20. Reagan Hartman kicking it deep for Troy. Here's a TVL eight-man score in the state of Kansas. Frankfurt leading Hanover 14-6. North Andrew leads Southwest Livingston 46-0. That's midway through the second quarter. First and 10 for Riverside here after the touchback. Ball on their own 20-yard line. 10-21 to go, second quarter. Well, at this point, if you're Riverside, try to string a, string a drive together. They've, only, they've had only one drive where they have achieved a first down. Beckham Griffin on a play fake here on a zone read. Fakes a handoff on a counter play and runs it up the gut for a gain of about three. First time we've seen like a quarter designed QB run for Riverside. Griffin with four carries for minus 12 yards. Inside of 10 minutes left, second quarter. Troy, 42. Riverside, zero. In this class one, class 1A district four meeting. On second and seven, handoff here to Elijah Moore, I do believe. Moore, the freshman, 200 pounds. On second and six, gain of about three more. I'll go two more there. Moore on his fourth carry. Brings up a third and manageable here for Riverside. Third and four for the Cyclones on their own 26. Riverside moving from north to south or from right to left. 9.23 and counting second quarter. Troy, 42. Riverside, nothing. 
Nottaway Valley leading South Holt 16-8, 4.39 to go first half. That's in Missouri. Griffin in the gun, play action, throws right. That pass is caught by number eight, Ryder Davis, and Davis pushes the pile forward. That'll be a first down as Riverside takes that up to the 31-yard line. That'll be a gain of five yards. The first third down conversion of the day. will actually go a gain of six there. So not only is that the first third down conversion for Riverside, it's their just their second first down on offense. One step at a time here. 8.45 and counting, first half. We're in the second quarter. Troy 42, Riverside nothing. First and 10 Cyclones on their own 33. Griffin, Beckham Griffin in the gun with trips right. He'll throw that direction. High ball is caught by Tyzel Harrington, but Harrington gets swarmed by a bunch of Trojans. Austin Grable, among others, get there. Bowden Bennett's too. Tyzel Harrington did make the catch on more or less a lateral, and it goes for no gain. No gain on the play, brings up second down. Well, Beckham Griffin is four of five, six, four of seven with two interceptions. And 21 total passing yards. Second and 10 for the Cyclones on their own 33. Trips left. Delayed handoff, I think, to Elijah Moore. We haven't seen a lot of uh, Percy Duncan in this game for Riverside. We were expecting to see more of him. As Elijah Moore gets one yard. Percy Duncan, three carries for nine yards. Duncan, 6'1", 230 pounds. So we'll see if we see him again here in this game. Clock continues to move here in the second quarter. Less than seven and a half minutes ago. Troy, 42. Riverside, nothing. Quarter number two. Beckham Griffin in the gun. Tight formation, two receivers each way. Elijah Moore on his left leg in the backfield. Snap back to Beckham. With time, pocket breaking down. He gets rid of it. Out route incomplete. Trying for Darian Hernandez, that uh, kind of, Griffin had time for a minute, but then Troy just started coming, tried to buy himself some time and just had to get rid of it. That pass is incomplete. And that will bring up a fourth down and nine for Riverside. Riverside 0 for 1 on fourth down. They're now 1 for 5 on third down. Fourth and 8 for the Cyclones on their own 35. I would say you might as well go for it at this point. Clock stopped at 7.15 to go, second quarter. 42-0, Troy the lead, and yes, Riverside will go for it. Trips left, one receiver right. Elijah Moore in the backfield with quarterback Beckham Griffin. He gets the snap blitz coming, gets hit, and he's going to be dropped. Reagan Hartman gets home on the sack. That's three sacks tonight for Troy. And uh, Beckham Griffin will lose. Ooh, oh, boy, that's a loss of about nine. That was a deep drop by Hartman. I mean, they marked that all the way back at the 23. That's a loss of 12 on the sack. My goodness. And a turnover on downs. And Riverside, or excuse me, and Troy will take over on downs. First and 10, Troy at the Riverside 23. 7-10 to go, second quarter. This is the 1-2-3... Fourth drive that Troy has taken over in enemy territory. And a pass quickly is complete here to Jarrett Norris. He's out of bounds inside the five, I believe. Also, Ryder Davis brings him out there. It is out at the five on the catch to Jarrett Norris. So that's a gain of 15. That's Norris's third catch. It'll go for a first down. It will be first and goal. 
for Troy at the six. Man, they got up to the line quick and went to the air. Five wide outs here, three to the left, two to the right. Man in motion is Bowden Bennett's, and Hartman will throw to Bennett's. Throws a stiff arm, shucks a tackler, walks in, touchdown Troy. Bowden Bennett's from four yards out. That is Bennett's second catching, or second receiving touchdown of the evening. That is four passing touchdowns for Reagan Hartman. Puts him up to 30 on the season. 6.30 to go in the second quarter. It's 48-0 Troy. So that time Troy got a short field after a turnover on downs. Hartman goes to Bennett's, Bowden Bennett's. Six-yard touchdown. PAT pending here. Whistles blow for a minute. They stop play before the point after here. Quick substitution in for Troy. Pierce Keller running in for this point after series. Now it looks like we're ready. So Reagan Hartman and crew will come up to the line. Yeah, it looks like uh, Pierce Keller will come in to snap this football on the PAT. Oh, no, they're going to go for two now. Okay. Two receivers each way. Hartman fakes a handoff to a motion man, runs it left. That's good. Fake the handoff to Seth Judd. And Hartman runs it in for two. So why not? That gets you to 50 points. 50 to nothing, Troy. 6.30 to go. In the second quarter, Troy led it 35-0, end of one. At a pick six to get the scoring started in the second quarter. So 15 more points on the board. That there was a two-play, 23-yard drive. And Reagan Hartman has now thrown for four touchdowns. Two to Bowden Bennett's. One to Jared Norris, another to uh, Grable, Austin Grable. And we told you about those guys in pregame, that they were going to be frequent targets. Norris, Bennett, and Grable coming into tonight, a combined 21 touchdown catches. Each of those three gentlemen with 375-plus receiving yards through the first seven weeks of the season. Halftime score here, Platte Valley 16, East Atchison nothing. Top 10 game in 275, eight-man in Missouri. East Atchison still undefeated at 8 0 in week 9. Halftime, Mount City 6, Rockport nothing. Nottaway Valley 22, South Holt 14. Another 8 man score. I'm seeing a lot of 8 man scores, not seeing as many 11 man scores. But again, Friday Night Lights on KFEQ going until 11 o'clock tonight, and it'll start immediately following our coverage at the end of our post game show as Reagan. Hartman kicks deep, re returned here by Tyzel Harrington of Riverside. Harrington is taken out, taken down out of bounds near sideline. Kind of a short kick and a short kickoff, or short return. First and 10, Riverside, they'll mark it at the, the 19, it looks like. 624 to go, we're in quarter number two. Troy, 50, Riverside, zero. Riverside back up to the line. Riverside's first six possessions have ended as such. Punt, punt, fumble, interception, pick six, turnover on downs. On first down, they keep it on the ground. Elijah, Elijah Moore on the carry. Gain of a couple. 
Again, kind of a big story here for Riverside. We haven't seen Percy Jackson, or Percy Duncan, I'm sorry. Percy Duncan, get my name, wires crossed here, but uh, haven't seen Percy Duncan, Riverside's lead back since about midway through the first quarter. I count three carries for him, and Elijah Moore has been carrying the load. That's Moore's sixth carry of the day. Second and call it eight for Riverside, about their own 20. And again, Moore gets another carry straight up the middle. If you ask me, the thing that's been working best for Riverside in terms of positive yards has just been running it up the middle. They've been able to get a few yards here, a few yards there. They get a gain of five right there. But it's when they get behind the chains and have to get a big chunk of yards, that's when Troy's defense is really clamped down. Three sacks, three turnovers. Handoff here, Elijah Moore. Delayed carry on third and four. Falls ahead for a yard. It's going to make it fourth down and three here. Fourth and short. Blake Robinson leading the stop for Troy. Fourth and looks like fourth and two, maybe three for Riverside on their own 26-yard line. Clock is rolling. We're inside of five minutes to go. Second quarter, Troy 50, Riverside nothing. Well, Riverside has gone for it on each of their last two fourth downs. They'll go for it here. This is their shortest fourth down that they've attempted. Fourth and three. Hand off Elijah Moore. Gets hit at the line. He will not get there. Good push up front by Troy. Abe Houghton. There for the stop, among others. So no gain there for Moore officially. It's going to be a turnover on downs. Turnover on downs. So Riverside now 0 for 3 on fourth. All run plays on that drive. First and 10, Troy now once again in Riverside territory. Troy has started their drives on the Riverside side of the 50-yard line for the last four possessions. Again, field position has just played a massive factor in this one. Riverside, their best starting field position is their own 45. They've started inside their own 20 three times. Well, now they're going to measure for this uh, first down. Troy's pretty confident they didn't get it, and they did not. They give him a better spot. On fourth and three, it is actually a gain of two, but still no cigar, and Riverside has turned it over on downs. Seven possessions for Riverside, only two first downs achieved. That is a testament to this Troy defense. Had three sacks, three turnovers, a pick six to go with it. Hartman in the gun, five wide receiver set. Sends a man in motion. That's Seth Judd. And he'll throw in Judd's direction, but this one's caught in the backfield by Jarrett Norris. Judd throwing the blocks. Norris gets upfield. He'll have a first down and more. Norris. Norris is inside the 10. Down about the seven. Gain of 20. First and goal. That's Norris's fourth catch. Six straight completions for Reagan Hartman. First and goal. Riverside at about the seven-yard line. Hartman in the gun. Preston Christensen in the game as well. Hartman back to pass. Wide open on the out route. Walking in. Touchdown, Troy. Austin Grable this time. Seven yards out. That's five passing touchdowns in the game for Troy's Reagan Hartman. Two pass plays, 
And Troy has cracked the end zone again. It's now 56-0 Trojans. And now they went for a two-pointer last time, did Troy. They'll line up for the PAT. Reagan Hartman. Six for six on point afters so far. That one end over end. It is good. Well, that was a two-play, 27-yard drive. It took only 30 seconds off the clock. And now it's 49 to nothing. Or excuse me, 57 to nothing. What am I saying? 57 to nothing, Troy. Still 3.57 to go here in quarter number two. And once again, that was Hartman going seven yards to Austin Grable, senior to senior. That's Grable's second receiving touchdown of the night. Five passing touchdowns for Reagan Hartman. Two of them to Bowden Bennett's. Two to Austin Grable, one to Jarrett Norris, and uh, Reagan Hartman had a three-yard touchdown run to get the scoring started in the first two minutes of this ball game. So what a day for him. Six all-purpose touchdowns. That's 31 passing touchdowns for uh, Hartman and two rushing scores on the year. That's 33 all-purpose touchdowns for Troy's senior quarterback. This kick goes uh, deep the other way. It is fielded by Riverside's Ryder Davis. He actually fumbled it, recovered it himself. And barrels upfield to about the 28-yard line. So a decent return there of about 18 yards. And Troy came in ready for this game and then some. For this first meeting against Riverside in nine years. Riverside of the Big 7 League. Troy, Twin Valley League 11-man. It'll be first and 10 Riverside on their own 28. As the Cyclones break the huddle here. Again, want to thank our sponsors, Anderson Meats, First Option Bank, and Troy Booster Club, sponsors of this broadcast tonight on KFEQ. 348 till the break, 57-0 Troy. Here's a handoff on first down. It'll go for negative yardage. Handoff to Tyzel Harrington. Great pursuit to the ball there by Troy's Preston Christensen, a senior. And that time... Riverside trying to counterplay and it blows up. Loss of about eight. I think that's Tyzel Harrington's first carry of the day. It is. Second and 18 for Riverside on their own 20. Riverside moving right to left. Three turnovers, all of which have directly led to points for Troy. One of those turnovers was a pick six. I mean, that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg tonight. On second and long, handoff to Elijah Moore. And Moore lost a couple more. Kemper Clary, senior, making the stop. Six foot, 200 pounds. Inside of three minutes left till the break. 57 to nothing. Troy leading Riverside. Stay tuned for our halftime show. We'll go over all the scores from those that we can find, anyway, from northwest Missouri, northeast Kansas. Just now 8 o'clock on 680-953-K237HF, St. Joseph, Missouri, 680KFEQ.com and the KFEQ mobile app. Third and 21 for Riverside on their own 17. 
Beckham Griffin, delayed handoff. Elijah Moore crashes ahead for a few, but not nearly enough. Gets up to the 23. That's a gain of six, but he needed 21. And that's now four straight third downs where Riverside has not converted. One for eight is Riverside tonight on third down. Hayden Haggerty, junior, 5'9", 210 pounds for Troy, is there. Boy, oh, boy. I'd almost punt it away if I'm Riverside. You just, you'd hate to give Troy another short field. Fourth and 16 on their own 22. Riverside's elected to go for it on fourth downs the last three times. One was a pick six. Twice was a turnover on downs. On those two turnovers on downs, Troy has taken over at the Riverside 23 and the Riverside 27. Troy's up 57 to nothing. Clock has stopped with a minute 40 left. Riverside is going to call a timeout here. And I think actually we'll take one too. So fourth and 16 for Riverside on their own 22 with a minute 40 to go till half. Troy leads it here on their home field at Trojan Stadium, 57 to nothing. And you're listening to high school football on KFEQ. Well, on that fourth and 16 from the 22, Riverside elects to go to the air. Deep ball down the field to Ryder Davis is incomplete, but contact. This is going to be defensive pass interference on Christian Etherton of Troy on fourth and 16 for Riverside on their own 22. At least that's what we think it is. It is pass interference on the defense. That is the first penalty of the day against Troy. It's a gift for Riverside, and that will grant Riverside an automatic first down. First penalty of the day for Troy, and it comes with a minute 33 left in the second quarter. Four penalties for 50 yards against Riverside. That is the tally. 57 to nothing, Troy the lead, by the way. Minute 33 until halftime, Riverside ball. Boy, wow, that doesn't even give him a first down. Yeah, wow, okay, dang. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, that's the thing with Riverside. Troy has played really well, and just the lucky things don't even bounce their way in this one. Fourth and one from the 37. They're going to sneak it with Beckham Griffin. I don't know if he has it. I don't think he does. Oh, it's close. They might measure it. Fourth and one. Troy thinks they've held. And they're switching out their personnel. <laughs> so Riverside gets the defensive interference on fourth and 16. Riverside gets fourth and one. They sneak it and get stuffed. Ouch. That is a tough break. At the very least, it's not as short of a field for Troy as they take over at the Riverside 37. Minute 32 to go in the second quarter. Riverside, yeah, I mean, that right there, just they haven't caught a break. On first down, Riverside will keep it on the ground here. Preston Christensen, who has a rushing touchdown in this game, remember? He had a 21-yard rush for a score back in the first quarter, an eventful first quarter where Troy put up 35 points. Christensen on first down. It's his third carry. Goes for five yards. Three carries for 43 yards. And on second and short, a stretch play right here. Good run by Christian Etherton, very fast, but there's a flag down in the backfield. So this could be a hold for Riverside. I think it would have been short, it would have been short of the first down anyway. It was a gain of about three. I think this is gonna be offensive holding on Troy. Clock stopped at 57 seconds in the second quarter. 57 to nothing. Troy the lead. And that is holding on the Trojans. Two penalties now for 25 yards against Troy. 57.1 to go. 
seconds, that is, 57.7, 57.1, second quarter, Troy ball, Troy lead on second and 14. They're going to hand it off here, Bowden, Bowden Bennett's delayed carry, stretch play left, nowhere to go. Chase Ewins, a freshman, brings him down. So that's going to be a gain of one for Bennett's on the carry. Bennett's has caught a couple of touchdowns in this game. And on third and 13, Hartman goes to the air, going near side on an out route to Bowden Bennett. That is incomplete. That breaks a streak of six straight completions for Reagan Hartman. That brings up a fourth down. That's the first third down Troy's had all day. Pretty much all pass plays there. They're going to punt for the first time, so that's a break for, for Riverside for sure. Good stop. Christian Etherton's going to punt. Tyzel Harrington's back deep on fourth and 13. Good punt here by Christian Etherton. End over end. That will go straight into the end zone, though, for a touchback, so 23.9 to go. Well, that, yeah, is a, I know it seems like a small victory, but a small victory for sure for Riverside. After the punt by Etherton ends up in a touchback. Riverside takes over first and 10 on their own 20. 23 seconds left until the break. 57 to nothing, Troy the lead. Yeah, two pass plays and a rush play on that drive for, for Troy. Here come the Cyclones. This is the fourth drive where they've started at their own 20 or deeper. And with 22, or about 23 seconds that is, Riverside's going to go to a knee. I think they just want this first half to be over. As Beckham Griffin took the knee for the Cyclones. And that will end our half. Well, 35 points in the first quarter for Troy. Another 22 in the second quarter. A defensive touchdown as well. And that is the end of the first half with your score. Troy 57, Riverside 0. We'll take a break. About a two-minute timeout here. Come back, take a look at the first half stats, and also take a look at your area scoreboard from Northwest Missouri, Northeast Kansas. Our score in Troy at Donald M. Cash Jr. Football Field at Trojan Stadium at Troy High School in Troy, Kansas. Troy 57, Riverside nothing. You're listening to High School Football on KFEQ. Welcome back. Troy High School, Trojan Stadium. Or the Troy High School Marching Band, including Troy football player Aiden Rathert, who is out of the football game with an injury. He's got a brace on his left knee, but he's out there playing trumpet right on the 30-yard line, marching with a knee brace and a crutch right by him. I Man, I admire that dedication right there. Troy, some of them wearing uh, Halloween costumes. It's, a, it's a Halloween in 10 days from now. Final home game. It's a pink-out game as well for Troy. Pink pom-poms by the cheerleaders, pink socks by the football players uh, in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month uh, here today. And at halftime, Troy, well, they're having fun. They lead Riverside 57 to nothing. Troy ranked as high as number four in uh, Class 1A, seeking their first win over Riverside since 2010. The last time uh, Troy beat Riverside, it was just Wathena. It was October 15, 2010, and Troy won that game 41-41. Uh, to 13. The Wathena Elwood co-op going into tonight 3-0 versus Troy all time, but it appears that that is going uh, to change. First half stats don't have all of the numbers added up yet, but I can tell you that Reagan Hartman has thrown for five touchdowns. He's rushed for another. Preston Christensen has a 21-yard touchdown run in this game, 
and uh, Troy um, on their first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight offensive possessions. They all end in touchdown. Or actually, excuse me, their first seven possessions end in touchdown. One of their eight touchdowns in the uh, first half was a Logan Blevins 33-yard pick six. That came with 10.21 to go in the second quarter. 42 to nothing, Troy at that point. Trojans led it 35 to nothing at the break. And Harry Loomis rejoining our broadcast. He was down on the sideline taking pictures. By the way, pictures, stats, comments, full game recap going to be on our website at stjosephpost.com. Click on sports uh, as soon as we're uh, done with the game and once we get home and get it written up. But, uh, Harry, um, you know, and I'm not just saying this because we said it on the air, but talking with the locals here at, at Troy, uh, talking uh, with Coach Payton at Riverside and just others, you know, in the area that knew we were doing this game that, uh, you know, we figured Troy was favored. We knew Troy was really good, but Riverside played a top 10 unbeaten team in Centralia to within a score last week. 26-20, Centralia won, and Troy up here 57 to nothing. And you asked me, did I think it was Troy being good or was it mistakes by Riverside? Well, I'd say a little of both. I mean, Riverside had three 15-yard penalties on defense, three turnovers, all of which directly led to a touchdown, one of those a pick six. And then, okay, so that's the bad by Riverside. The good for Troy is that Riverside only has two first downs. Seems like Riverside's only play is running it up the middle. Seems like when they've gone to the air for long distances, that's when bad things happen. Troy has gotten three sacks. I mean, I mean, I go back, Harry. Remember Riverside at fourth and 16 on their own 22. Mm -hmm. Troy is called for defensive pass interference. Now, I just thought that's automatic first down. It was a 15-yard penalty. It becomes fourth and one, and Troy still stopped Riverside. So, I, you know, it's some bad by Riverside, some good by Troy, and then just some bad luck for the Cyclones as well. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how... I don't know. I've never seen that happen before where you get a pass interference on fourth down. It's not an automatic. And yeah. It's still not an automatic. Right. Person. I didn't even know that was the rule. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't even know what more can be said about uh, Troy. We talked about their uh, kind of high-powered offense. And, you know, Riverside just had no answers, especially in that first quarter. Uh, Reagan Hartman was just slinging it everywhere. Really, had, like I said, had no answers. And defensively, we talked about the plus 11 or 12. can't remember what it was. 11. A plus 11 turnover ratio. And they got three um, in the first half. So just absolute domination by Troy. And even then, still wasn't perfect. Still some mistakes like that pass interference. There are some shenanigans after the whistle, some 15-yard. I think they had a kickoff from the 20 at one point yeah. for a little push they afterwards. They had one so, personal foul, yeah. So as good as that first half was, it could still be a little bit better, which should kind of strike some fear into some opponents going into districts. Three penalties for 40 yards against Troy, four penalties for 50 yards uh, against Riverside, and yet Reagan Hartman, five uh, passing touchdowns. He had a rushing score. So Hartman, uh, Troy got the ball to start this game, started on their own 31, five plays, 69 yards. Hartman, a three-yard touchdown run, seven to nothing. And again, uh, you go to Riverside's drive summary here, two punts, fumble, interception, pick six. And then three turnovers on downs. And then Riverside did have the ball on their own 20 with 23 seconds left, second quarter, end of the half. And I talked about field position. That's been a major factor in this one. Six drives for Troy have begun at the Riverside 45 or deeper. Six drives starting on the um, uh, Cyclone side of the 50. The last three drives for Troy started at the Cyclone 23, Cyclone 27, Cyclone 37. Now, the good news is Troy had the ball on the Riverside 37, minute and a half to go, second quarter. That was a three and out, and the starting offense, or at least a good number of them, Reagan Hartman was still in the game, and that did force Troy to punt uh, once in this game. There's only been three total punts uh, in this game so far, first one for Troy. So, yeah, Riverside came up with a stop. I said it on the air, small victory. So, at the very least, 
Troy was gifted a short field. They didn't score on it. I mean, I think, uh, you know, you got to find your positives any way you can uh, for Riverside. But uh, like I said, the first one, two, three, four, five straight drives for Troy that they held the ball, all touchdowns. Their sixth touchdown of the game, Logan Blevins, 33-yard pick six, 42-0 Troy, 10-21 to go second quarter. And then two short fields that Troy got in the second quarter, thanks to a couple of turnovers on downs by Troy. 7-10 left in the second quarter. Troy takes over at the Riverside 23. Two plays later, uh, Reagan Hartman goes to Bowden Bennett's six-yard touchdown. They go for two. They make it. Why not? 50 to nothing. Troy with 6.30 to go second quarter. A little bit later on, another short field. They take over. Riverside 27. Two plays, 27 yards. Hartman, Reagan Hartman, goes to Austin Grable for a seven-yard touchdown. Point after good. 57 to nothing. Troy with 3.57 to go in the second quarter. And that would be the end of the scoring in the first half. Again, Troy up 57 to nothing on their Donovan County counterpart, the Riverside Cyclones. This is our halftime show. I'm Tommy Rezach. That's Harry Loomis. We'll take a break. When we come back, take a look at that high school scoreboard, get you some scores from Northwest Missouri and Northeast Kansas, the ones we can find anyway. And that's coming up in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to High School Football on KFEQ. Tommy Rezach, Harry Loomis back with you. Trojan Stadium, Troy High School, Troy, Kansas, the site of tonight's Friday night football game, our regular season finale. Final week of the regular season in both Kansas and Missouri. Our score here at the break, Troy 57, Riverside nothing. Taking a look at the scoreboard from around the area. This one's already middle of the third quarter. Platte Valley leads East Atchison 16-8 in Northwest Missouri action. A few other scores here. Halftime, Nottaway Valley leads South Holt 22-14. Halftime in the Midland Empire. Maryville has all but uh, clinched a share of the MEC title as they lead Lafayette in the north side of St. Joe. 49 to nothing right now. Uh, this game is already final in Northeast Kansas. Axtell beats Donovan West tonight, 68 to nothing. So that game was called at halftime. So uh, Donovan West will end the regular season with a record of one and seven. Axtell ran away with the Twin Valley League eight-man title this year in the state of Kansas. Other scores that we got here: some halftime scores. Hamilton over West Platte right now, 16 to nothing. Other games, Platte County leads William Chrisman, 35-7. A couple of scores there. Uh, Central uh, leading Truman at halftime, 14-7. Pretty competitive game there at Noyes. Central trying for what would be their first winning season since 2013. Uh, let's see what else do we got here from across the area. Those are the most recent ones. Those All, all of those scores reported in about the last six minutes or so. See if I can find any other local Kansas scores. I'm not really seeing any other ones right now. Let's see, what else do we got? I haven't seen a Savannah Pius score yet. Uh, of course, that one is big. If Pius beats Savannah tonight, they would win the Midland Empire Conference uh, outright. So we're certainly keeping our eye peeled for a score uh, in that game. Haven't seen a Benton Chillicothe update either. But again, Matt Pike, who's back in the uh, KFEQ studios in St. Joseph, uh, he's combing this data closer than I am, and uh, he will have um, a full look at the Missouri and Kansas scoreboard for you. Coming up on Friday Night Lights, which will start at approximately, I would guess, probably about 945 thereabouts as soon as we're done with our coverage uh, here uh, in, um, in Troy, Kansas. East Buchanan uh, leading Lawson 28 to nothing. That's in the second quarter. That one is at halftime by now. So that's a score I hadn't seen uh, yet tonight. Uh, any other Kansas scores from our area? I'm not seeing them. Here's a GRC score, Putnam County leading Polo at the break, 28 
to nothing. Uh, Trenton leading South Harrison 35-0. That was a halftime score as well. All right, and let's refresh, see what we got here. Here's a GRC score at half. Milan leads Maysville 22 uh, to 20. That is a halftime score just across the wire. And that is about it for our area. Our score here in Troy, it's Troy leading Riverside 57-0. We'll be back second half right after this on KFQ. Welcome back. Tommy Rezach, Harry Loomis here. Is the second half of action just about ready to start as uh, both teams come out for their um, halftime warm-ups. They'll put a fresh three minutes on the clock here in a second with uh, Troy leading Riverside by the score of 57 to nothing. One mercy for Riverside to start the second half as they will get the ball to uh, start the second half of play. For Riverside, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle. Beckham Griffin, a pair of interceptions. Also one thing that's interesting, Harry, and I mentioned it in the first half, uh, Percy Duncan had a couple of carries in the first half. We hadn't really seen him again. We told you how he was uh, Riverside's uh, leading rusher uh, coming in, 444 yards on 90 carries this year, uh, 10 touchdowns. I have him down for three carries for nine total yards. Elijah Moore has uh, stepped in in his place, and Moore has had a number of yards uh, himself this year, 371 yards, two rushing touchdowns for Riverside through the first uh, seven games of the year. But uh, Elijah Moore getting five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 carries in that first half. His longest rush was for six yards, and he does have in this game, so uh, through the 11 carries, he has three, five, ten, 13, 11 plus 6, 17 yards. 11 carries, 17 yards rushing for Elijah Moore uh, to lead Riverside. Two catches for 11 yards for Ryder Davis and also one catch for 10 yards uh, for Darian Hernandez to lead the way uh, for Riverside. Leading rushers for Troy, uh, Preston Christensen in that uh, first half had three carries for 43 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Bowden Bennett's leading uh, receiver uh, in this game as he's had uh, three catches for 30 yards and two touchdowns. Also, uh, you got to tip your hat for Troy uh, no uh, Jarrett Norris. There it is. Norris also has a fumble recovery in this game on the defensive side. He also has four catches for 38, 48, 53. Four catches for 63 yards and a touchdown for Jarrett Norris of Troy. And also Austin Grable. He has four catches for 37 yards, two touchdowns. So those five passing touchdowns by Reagan Hartman of Troy. Uh, three different guys have a receiving score, plus you add rushing scores for Preston Christensen and Reagan Hartman, and then you add the pick six by sophomore Logan Blevins, and that's uh, 57 points in the bag for Troy. They've uh, made every point after that they've attempted, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for seven on PATs. They also have converted a two-point try. That two-pointer converted on a run by Reagan Hartman. So, yeah, Harry, um, Pretty much all Troy in that first half. Obviously, like I said, Riverside, you know, contributing in some ways, a couple of penalties, some turnovers. But, man, you got to give Troy credit. And, I mean, talking with Coach Jasper in pregame and talking with, you know, the folks around Troy, they said, we hope we win. You know, could be maybe a blowout. But, you know, the overall sentiment was I think everyone was hoping, thinking, this would be a good game. You know, the rivalry factor, the home field advantage in districts next week on the line. You know, the fact that these two hadn't played in nine years. Expect the unexpected, and I guess, in a way, this was the unexpected. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone, like you said, was just excited to get this rivalry back into motion. You think a team, we drove past Riverside on the way here, you think a team this close would uh, see each other more often, but uh, obviously... Well, that, that's because uh, that's because uh, Riverside's been class 2A two, two right. for the last number of years, because, yeah, with uh, 
you know, Elwood feeding into them, they get bigger classes now. And uh, the sentiment from talking with Riverside coach Bryce Payton is the thought, the belief, in Kansas, you know, they kind of reshuffle things year to year. The thought is with the next class coming up to Riverside, they'll have enough numbers to be class two. And, and the, the big seven opponents that they play, primarily all class 2A opponents in Kansas. But it is class one this year for Riverside as they get the opening second half kick. Ryder Davis picks this one up off the ground. Gets to about the 30 yard. Well, no, we push back a little further than that. Gets up to the 25. And that's where Riverside will set up shop first and 10 on their own 25 yard line. Running clock here in the second half. Well, maybe not the clock. Maybe the coaches didn't agree to it. It has to get to the fourth quarter and be a 45 point margin. That's when running clock becomes mandatory. It's voluntary to start the second half. Both coaches have to agree. Well, now the clock has resumed. So, yep, I think it is running clock. 57 to nothing. Troy the lead. Riverside the ball. Quarterback Beckham Griffin back in there. Griffin gets the snap, hands it off. Elijah Moore, good spin move through the middle. Got a good hard run on first down. Pick up about six. Number of Troy Trojans there. Logan Blevins among others. That ties Elijah Moore's longest rush of the day. Yes, the clock, a running clock. Is that Quentin Trotter down there, Larry Lewis? That does look like you. Quentin Trotter. He's a was he? He's a freshman at Western now, isn't he? Freshman or sophomore? I can't remember. Okay, yeah. Quentin Trotter doing video for Missouri Western. Also shooting some video at this game on second down and four. Good to see a fellow Missourian here in Kansas, isn't it? As Elijah Moore on second and four, you'll gain a four yards there, and that'll be a first down. That is just the third first down of the day for Riverside. Missourian and Kansas, the few, the proud. <laughs> oh, I'm from Nebraska, so I don't know where that leaves <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah, Troy head coach Derek Jasper is a Missouri Western alum, he told me, and follows the Griffins. Listens to the Griffins here on the Griffin Sports Network on first and 10 on their own 37. Riverside with the ball. Handoff here to Elijah Moore. Good running here. A few backups in there for Troy defensively, but nonetheless, Riverside will take all they can get. Gain of six yards on first down for Elijah Moore. Moore, one of several freshmen called the big roles this year. I mean, Elijah Moore, a freshman. Quarterback Beckham Griffin, a freshman. Hunter Hartman, who's started on defense, a freshman. Tyzel Harrington. A receiver on offense, freshman. And this is a talented Riverside bunch, just young. Second and call it four for Riverside. Beckham Griffin, play action, throws it far side. Can't get a look at the number yet. I think that's number eight, Ryder Davis it is. On second and about four, Davis will have the first down yardage. That's Davis's third catch. And that is, this is the first drive of the day where Riverside has had multiple first downs. Fifth play of the drive coming up, and Riverside is on the brink of crossing the 50-yard line for the first time tonight. Clock moving, clock running inside of nine and a half minutes left third quarter, 57-0 Troy. Riverside trying to put one on the board here. Griffin in the gun. One receiver right, two to the left, hands it off to Elijah Moore, who's in the backfield with him. Moore dives ahead. Gain of a couple. Harry Loomis up in the booth, along with yours truly, Tommy Rezach. So, Quentin Trotter has a video camera there. Is he shooting for KQ or News Press? I would assume KQ2. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I should shout down and ask him. Just kidding. I won't do it. <laughs> Second down and eight for Riverside at midfield. Quentin Trotter 
native of St. Joseph. Coach Reggie Trotter in Central leading uh, Truman at halftime at home, 14-7. Snap back to Beckham Griffin. Hand off again to Elijah Moore on second and eight. Moore gets to midfield, but no gain, ultimately. We'll bring up third down. Be the seventh play of the Riverside Drive. Longest drive that they've strung together of the game so far. Third and eight for Riverside. Ball at midfield. Down to about eight minutes left. Quarter number three. Troy 57. Riverside zero. Riverside getting the first kickoff. First possession of the second half. Freshman Beckham Griffin in the gun. Elijah Moore on his right. Two receivers left, one to the right. Play action. Griffin, rush coming. He's going to get hit, sacked. Sacked for a third time. That sack coming via Wyatt Whistler, sophomore. Oh, so, again, a few backups here in for Troy, and that is the fourth time tonight that Beckham Griffin has been sacked. Loss of five. That's five straight third downs where Troy's defense has come up solid. And that'll bring up fourth and 13 for Riverside. Fourth downs, not a friend to Riverside tonight, 0 for 4. Three turnovers on downs and a pick six on fourth down tonight. This time at least, it's not as bad a field position. I mean, if you don't get it, well, at least Troy's not taking over inside the Riverside 30. Fourth and 13 for Riverside on their own 45, moving right to left, 7.09 to go third quarter. Beckham Griffin back to throw, launches one. It's a little short, but coming back on the ball and making the catch is Tyzel Harrington. That would be a first down for now at the Troy 36. There's a flag. Being tightly covered down the field by Hunter Ingeman, a freshman. That's freshman on freshman, Harrington versus Ingeman. That'd be the longest pass play of the game by far for Riverside, all the way up to the Troy 36. And I think that's going to be pass interference on Troy. I think they're going to decline the penalty and just put the ball at first and 10 of the 36. That's exactly what they do. So that's 14 plus 7, gain of 21 on the catch to Tyzel Harrington. Harrington's second catch of the day. That is a fourth down conversion. That's the third first down of this drive for Riverside. They keep it going. This will be the ninth play of the march. And for the first time, Riverside is in Troy territory. First and 10 Cyclones at the Troy 36. Riverside gave unbeaten and top 10 Centralia all they could handle last week, but Troy has shut down these Cyclones. And Elijah Moore gets a carry on first down. Looks like he lost a couple there. Hayden Haggerty, 5'9", 210-pound junior there making the tackle. Moore loses a couple. Second and 12 coming up. Well, thanks to the running clock, this third quarter is already more than halfway done. 5.40 and counting, quarter number three. Troy, 57, Riverside, zero. And I do have a source, can't confirm that Q does shoot for KQ2. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Jeez, Chris Roush has his minions all over the area, doesn't he? Thanks to Darren Doyle for that tidbit. <laughs> thanks for Darren Doyle for listening. <laughs> On second and 13, Beckham Griffin back to the air. Pass caught on an out route to Tyzel Harrington. Out of bounds at the Troy 35. That's a gain of four. They bring up a uh, fourth, uh, excuse me, a third down at about 10 here. Did the 11th play of the Tro uh, Riverside Drive here. Third and nine for the Cyclones. Ball on the Troy 35. That wind blowing hard out of the south end zone. I didn't really mention that much, but that breeze is picking up blowing south to north, so Riverside is driving straight into that wind. <laughs> Cyclones driving into the wind. Puns. Griffin in the gun. 
Two receivers left, one to the right. Griffin lowering the leg. Ryder Davis in motion from left to right. Oh, nice uh, fake hand, uh, delayed handoff here by Elijah Moore. Waits for the play to develop. First down and Moore, 20-15. And finally tackled out of bounds at the Troy 10-yard line. Ushered out of bounds there by Caden Rosenberger, a freshman. But Elijah Moore, a healthy gain of 24 yards on third down. That's just the second third down that Riverside's converted tonight. The longest play from, uh, yeah, that's the longest rush play and also the longest play from scrimmage tonight for Riverside. And this will be the 12th play of an impressive drive. Yes, it's against Troy's second string, but... Riverside looking for some positives to take away before they get ready for district play. And they'll have a district game on the road next week. Riverside in the red zone. First and 10 on the Troy 11. Under center, Beckham Griffin. We haven't seen that much. Elijah Moore trying to run straight ahead and then gets brought down by the hips. Wyatt Whistler grabbed and didn't let go and just sat Moore down on his bottom there. Elijah Moore lost a yard. 342 and counting, third quarter, 57 to nothing, Troy. Riverside knocking on the door though. Second and 11 for the Cyclones at the Troy 12 yard line. Beckham Griffin under center, three running backs behind him, one receiver each way. Toss sweep to the right. This is a carry for Mason Hayes, another freshman. Hayes starts right, cuts it up the middle. Maybe a yard there. Hayes, 5'6", 130 pounds. Going into a swarm of Trojans there. His first carry of the game for Hayes. Goes for one. Then I'll bring up third and 10 for Riverside on the Troy 11 yard line. Mason Hayes, that was just his third carry in varsity action this year. On inside of three minutes left, third quarter, Troy 57, Riverside nothing. Cyclones trying to break the goose egg on the board. Or I guess in this case, it's a double zero on the scoreboard. We're trying to crack eggs. Griffin under center with split backs before he could snap the ball. Whistles and a timeout called by Riverside. We'll step aside. 2.31 to go, third quarter. Riverside on the drive. This will be their 13th play of the march. Riverside has it third and 10 at the Troy 11. Troy leads Riverside 57 to nothing. 2.31 to go, third quarter. It's high school football on KFEQ. On third and 10, Beckham Griffin goes to the air for Riverside, end zone, oh, knocked away, swatted in volleyball. They call that a spike. Hunter Ingeman with a third down and 10 stop. Hard to say who the intended target was. I think that was intended for Tyzel Harrington. Incomplete pass. Well, what a nice play, he just swatted that out of the air. It'll be fourth and 10 for Riverside at the Troy 11 yard line. This will be the 14th play of this drive. Riverside is 11 yards away from scoring. Riverside has not attempted a field goal this year. They will keep the offense on the field. Riverside tonight, one for five on fourth down. They did convert a fourth down and a third down on this drive. Two receivers left, one to the right. Snap back to Beckham Griffin. Pressure coming, gets hit as he throws. Wobbly ball dies in the middle of the field about the five yard line. Some might call that a dead duck. And that is a 14-play drive that ends in a turnover on downs. And that is the fourth turnover on downs of the day for Riverside. Well, the one victory there for Riverside, if any, Troy takes over deep in their own end, as in this is the deepest field Troy's had all day, first and 10 on their own 11. Minute 16 and counting, running clock here in this second half. We're in the third quarter. Troy 57, Riverside 0. No points yet in this second half. 
And on first down, Troy keeping it on the ground. Run up the middle by number 22, Henry Geiger. That run comes by freshman Henry Geiger. Going to see backups in now for Troy. Keep some of their primary guys healthy for postseason. Geiger, a gain of two yards there. Geiger on the season, rushing yards. Eight, seven carries, 26 yards. He has a lost fumble this season. We talked about it. Troy with five wins this year of 29 points or more. So some of these guys on JV and the reserves have been able to get some varsity snaps this year. New quarterback in as well. I think that's Hunter Ingeman, is it not? Number eight? No, it's, it's number three. I'm sorry. Gannon Bow. Gannon Bow, the sophomore, dumps it off. It's an option pitch to Logan Blevins. Blevins takes it up to the 14 yard line. That's a gain of one. And that will be the end of the first quarter. Yeah, that's the first carry for Blevins. He's a starter on defense, had that pick six earlier. And Blevins gets a carry for one yard, and that will end our third quarter. So, Troy has it deep on their own end. Third and seven Trojans at their own 14. When we come back, a scoreless third quarter, but Riverside has long been in control of this one. Or, excuse me, Troy has long been in control of this one as Troy leads Riverside. 57 to nothing, end of the third. Fourth quarter next. You're listening to High School Football on KFEQ. We're back. Final quarter of play. Troy with the ball. Troy with the lead over Riverside, 57 to nothing. Tommy Rezach, Harry Loomis. Final week of the regular season. We'll have postseason. We'll be in Missouri next week. I would say we'll cover either Savannah or Midbuck or Eastbuck, maybe North Andrew. Say so it's kind of a toss-up between those. Maybe back in Kansas later on if Troy's still alive on third and seven from their own 14. Good carry here by Logan Blevins, who just shoved a defender right out of the way and has extra yardage near side before he's finally brought out by Deshaun Jones. Logan Blevins with a terrific run there. Wasn't really a stiff arm, it was more like a forearm. Just shoved a defender right out of the way there. And he's all the way up to the 40, right? Yeah, first and 10 at the 40, 42. It's a gain of 38, is it not? From the 14, gain of 28 for Logan Blevins on just his second carry of the day. Troy, that's their first third down conversion. It's only the second third down that they've faced so far. Again, in at quarterback, it's a Gannon Bow. Bow hands it off here to Henry Geiger. And on first down, Geiger has a gain of about three. That's Geiger's second carry. Inside of 11 minutes left to play here in Troy. Troy 57, Riverside 0. You look at Troy's schedule. We talked about their defense holding all their opponents to 22 points or less. They scored a shutout win at Valley Falls on September 9th, 63 to nothing. Beat Jackson Heights just two weeks ago, 32 to nothing. So this would be the third shutout of the year if it holds up for Troy. On second and seven for their own 35. Quarterback run here by Gannon Bow. Bow is ushered out of bounds, very close to a first down on second and seven. Looks like he'll be just shy. Gannon Bow, yes, just a little bit short there. Gain of six, it'll be third down and one. This will be the sixth play of the Troy drive. Talk about district situations for these teams a bit later on. Both teams will see Opposition from Class 1A District 3. First round action. Troy with the win tonight will secure home field advantage. In the gun is Gannon Bow. 
He uh, fakes one handoff, and he tosses it behind him to Hunter Ingeman. Kind of a busted play. I think maybe it was maybe it's supposed to be a running back passing play, but uh, Ingeman is tackled in the backfield. Jackson Bowden making the stop for Riverside. That's a third and short. That's a loss of six yards there for Hunter Ingeman. And that'll be a third down stop. Fourth down and seven for Troy. Ball is still on their own 45. Troy's going to go for it. Trips right. Receiver in motion is Hunter Ingeman. And it's a reverse. They hand it off to Caden Rossenberger. Comes near side. will be short of the marker. Rossenberger is stopped in the arms of Todrick Duncan, the senior, 5'11", 230 pounds. Oh, but he's going to have the first down yardage, though. I, I didn't know if he'd have that or not. Huh. Okay. Rosenberger for Troy picks up the yardage. Needed seven yards. That's about what he got exactly. So Troy... First time they elect to go for it on fourth down is successful. It'll be first and 10 Troy at the Riverside 49. Eight and a half to play in this game. Troy up 57 to nothing against Riverside. Handoff here again coming to Henry Geiger. Gotta say, neither team has really wasted time on these drives in the second half. I mean, he's been right back up to the line. Not really any penalties. We've had one timeout stop us, but it's been running clock and this is going smooth like butter. Henry Geiger, gain of three yards there. Gotta love that. Good way to get uh, reps for young guys, too. So why not just keep going? Right. Midbuck has opened up a 63-0 lead over Plattsburgh. Play action here. Keeping the ball himself. Quarterback run. Gannon Bow had a block. Spins away from a tackler. 40. Needed to reach the 39 for the first down. He should have it. 46. That's a gain of 10 on the quarterback run by Gannon Bow. It'll be a first down. Three first downs on this drive for Riverside or for Troy, a drive that started on their own 11 yard line and kind of a mixture of Riverside starters and backups in there on defense against the Troy second offense. Five wide receiver set here, bow in the gun, trips right, man in motion, that's Hunter Ingeman, and they give it to Ingeman. Counter play right side, busts ahead for a couple. Caleb Irby Tyler, the senior for Riverside, brings him down. But Ingeman has a gain of about four there on his second carry of the day. This will be the 10th play of the Troy drive. Seven minutes to go and counting. Quarter number four, Troy 57, Riverside nothing. Again, it is the sophomore Gannon Bow in at quarterback. Bow, five of 10 for 84 yards, two touchdowns on the uh, through the air this year. On second and six, Bo fakes the handoff, takes it himself on the quarterback draw. On second and seven, he'll have a gain of about three. Three carries for 19 yards for Gannon Bo. And this will bring up third and four for Troy on the Riverside 29. We remind you to join us tomorrow afternoon. More football, Missouri Western football on the air tomorrow. Pre-game at one, kickoff at two. The Griffins at fifth-ranked Pittsburgh State will be back in Kansas. Trips left. Handoff to Caden Rosenberger. Bounces off one would-be tackler first down on a hard run. Up to the Riverside 20-yard line. Leading the stop for the Cyclones, Caleb Irby-Tyler. 
But Caden Rosenberger, a freshman, good nine-yard run there on his second carry. And Troy trying to punch one more into the end zone with their backup offense. Season high in points scored this year is 63. And six points would give them 63. The PAT would give them 64. Two receivers each way. Snap back again to Gannon Bow. Hands off to look like Henry Geiger. It was. He got hit hard right up the middle. Good stop there by number 36, Mason Hayes, along with number 58, Braden Carpenter. Both of those men freshmen for Riverside. No gain on the play for Geiger. Geiger, four carries, eight yards, and relieve duty for Troy. Five passing touchdowns all in the first half for Reagan Hartman. He ran for one. Preston Christensen had a rushing score and a pick six by Logan Blevins. There's your scoring summary for Troy. Hunter Ingeman in motion. Fumbles a handoff that he got from Gannon Bow, and then he recovered it. It bounced like a basketball back into his arms. So Troy got lucky there. Hunter Ingeman recovers his own fumble and loses three yards on that play. It'll be third and 14 for Troy. Ball on the Riverside 23-yard line. And about four and a half left in the ball game. Gannon Bow in the gun, two receivers each way. Snap back, eye level. Fakes a handoff, runs it left side. Does Bow with some green grass with a block. 20, 15 to the 10. Tries to juke out a man, then a touchdown saving tackle inside the five by Caleb Irby Tyler. But Gannon Bow all the way up to the one yard line. Gain of 22, it'll be first and goal. Nifty run there, Harry. Yeah, pretty good play by the sophomore. He's um, He's got more rushes than I expected him to get on this drive, but he's doing a very good job of it. And that was a 22-yard gain right there. It'll be first and goal, Troy, at the one. Inside of four minutes left, fourth quarter, 57 to nothing. Two receivers each way. Hartman in the gun. Shotgun snap, Hartman, little stutter step, walks in. Virtually untouched. Touchdown, Troy. And Gannon Bow runs one in. And for Mr. Gannon Bow, that's his second. No, first, yeah. First rushing score of the season. Comes in week number eight. And Bow scores it on his fifth carry. He's the third different Trojan to score on a rushing touchdown in this game. So 3.20 to go, fourth quarter. Those are our first second-half points. Bo, the one-yard touchdown run. They'll go for two. If they get it, it's a season high in points. It's a reverse as they toss it left side to Caden Rosenberger. It's good. And that is a season high in points for Troy. Yes, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, the uh, two-point try is good on the run, on the reverse to Caden Rosenberger. So Gannon Bow is the one-yard touchdown run. So Troy is now two for two on the two-point tries. And with inside of three minutes left in this running clock fourth quarter, Troy has a season high in points. The last time they scored this much, September 9th against Valley Falls, 63 to nothing. Now it's 65 nothing Troy after a long drive. As in, that was a 13-play, 89-yard drive. And they milked a ton of clock. Obviously, the running clock helps. So by my estimation, Riverside will run a few more snaps. And we'll be about done. Stay tuned for our post-game show. We'll hear from Troy head football coach Derek Jasper at the end of this one. 
inside of two minutes left, so Riverside may barely touch the ball again before game's end. Troy 65, Riverside nothing. Gannon Bow with his first rushing touchdown of the season. The sophomore backup quarterback engineering a great drive. Bow on that drive, five carries for 42 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good stuff. And here's a squib kick by Logan Blevins. And Riverside dives on it with the recover is Hunter Hartman. With a minute and a half left, less than that, Troy takes over on their own 35-yard line. Troy will fall to three and five with their third straight loss tonight. Troy will win their fourth straight, end the regular season at seven and one. So Troy will host either Jefferson County North, Eskridge Mission Valley, or McClough, Class 1A, District 3 at home. Riverside, probably gonna be either McClough or Eskridge Mission Valley. Possibly Valley Falls. We'll know the results. We'll know those pairings by tomorrow for sure. Looks like Riverside calls timeout here to stop the clock. Minute 19 left in the ball game. Riverside trailing Troy 65 to nothing. In this first meeting between Troy and Riverside since 2013. This will be the first time in history that Troy has beaten the Wathena Elwood Cooperative in football. Last time Troy beat Riverside, it was just Wathena. It was in 2010. So. From just a historical standpoint, that's a, that's a pretty significant victory for Troy. Beckham Griffin in at quarterback for Riverside with split backs, hands it off on first down, nothing doing. Caleb Irby, Ty Caleb Irby Tyler is tackled for a loss. Coming up at the stop there, Junior Blake Robinson. Irby Tyler's first carry of the game for Riverside goes for a loss of about three. Less than a minute left in the game. Troy 65, Riverside nothing. Again, Troy will score their fourth straight win to end the regular season. Troy very well could be a heavy favorite to reach that 1A championship at Lewis Field and Hayes at the end of the year on Black Friday. On second and 13, handoff here. They give that one. I can't get a good look at that jersey number. That's number 36 on the carry. Mason Hayes lost a couple yards. It'll be third down and 16 for Riverside. I don't know if they'll run another play. We're inside of 20 seconds to go. Riverside still huddled up. Well, either way, this is going to be a big victory for Troy. It's their third shutout win of the year. It's a season high in points. And it is the first victory in Troy football history. Their first victory over the Wathena Elwood Cooperative in this first meeting between Troy and Riverside since 2013. Troy gets a little payback. Last time Riverside played on this field, September 27, 2013. Riverside won 34-6. But tonight, on this 21st day of October in 2022 in the regular season finale, Troy comes in. Taking on a Riverside team that played Centralia to within six points a week ago. Remember, Centralia is the only team that's beaten Troy so far this year. So we didn't really know what to expect. Possibly a close matchup. It was not. Troy scored 35 points in the first quarter, led it 50 to nothing at the break. Or actually 57 to nothing at halftime. Troy added one more touchdown with 3.20 to go. 
And the final score here at Trojan Stadium at Donald M. Cash Jr. Football Field at Troy High School in Troy, Kansas. It is the Troy Trojans winning over the Riverside Cyclones, 65 to nothing. Riverside falls to three and five. Troy improves to seven and one. We will take a time out. We'll come back with our post-game show, come back with some stats, some final thoughts, and uh, we'll hear from Troy head football coach Derek Jasper ahead uh, a little bit later on in our post-game as well. 65 to nothing. Troy beats Riverside, and you're listening to High School Football on KFEQ.